What's up, everyone? Official welcome to the Panic Attack with Big John. Uh, follow me on Getter, Twitter, Truth Social, uh, at the real underscore Big John. Like, comment, share, subscribe, all of those things, whatever platform you're on. Is that better? Yeah, it's a little more light. It kind of makes me a little paler, but what the hell. So, um, we have... We have Insurrection Part 2, Insurrection II, Insurrection Part 2 at the Capitol. And 22 Republicans now are voting against Jim Jordan. Uh, a couple switched their votes, but then a few more voted no. So we still don't have a Speaker of the House. There's some discussion to um, give the Speaker Pro Tem more powers. And look, man, this 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 is ridiculous. When Matt Gates and those guys held out. For four days. And I think that's what this bunch is going to do. Is hold out for four days or 15 votes. But. When Gates and his crew held out. They did it for reasons. These 22 Republicans are doing it for spitefulness. And that's what you've got to compare the two, how you have to compare the situations. But let's look at this. Um, Rashida Talib was uh, evidently the organizer of this insurrection part two. Um, it's a, it says here Jewish groups. So, all right, this is from rollcall.com. Capitol Police arrest Gaza ceasefire protesters who entered House office building. So these folks did not enter the rotunda at the Capitol. They went into the offices where the congressional people have their office. And there's one girl here that looks a little like AOC. It's not her. Looks a little like her. Uh, protesters calling for ceasefire in Gaza shut down parts of Independence Avenue and demonstrated for several hours in the Cannon Office Building Rotunda Wednesday. More than 300 people were arrested. A Capitol Police spokesperson said around 6.30... Uh, adding that the number could rise. Now, okay, so we had the January 6th people. This was nowhere near the level of January 6th. But what I'm being, what I'm reading uh, elsewhere is that these folks were invited in by Rep. Rashida Tlaib. So let's see here. 
The protest was organized by two Jewish advocacy groups, Jewish Voices for Peace, and If Not Now, and began at noon on the National Mall, Mall, the National Mall, that's the area between the Lincoln and the Washington Memorials, uh, before migrating to the Capitol complex. Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, we are here because we're in an incredible emergency, the worst I've seen in my lifetime, where Gaza is being decimated as we speak, said Rebecca uh, Vil Vilkomerson, a member of Jew Jewish Voice for Peace, as chants rang through the uh, rotunda and people were handcuffed and escorted out by Capitol Police. So nothing was broken here by, um, nothing was broken by um, FBI instigators, is the word I was looking for. Uh, nothing, you know, no windows were broken, not, nobody's office was pooped in, uh, any of that. Um, Caitlin Goldblatt says, we are calling for a ceasefire. We are calling for the U.S. government to stop funding Israeli genocide of Palestinians. You know, look, I don't know who these people are or if they're legitimate. Um, this article by RollCall.com. It's the article I pulled up. It's the first one that came up. So I'll take it at face value. I've heard from other sources like Stephen Crowder and Tim Poole that Rashida Tlaib was part of this. And I had to relight my cigar. Uh, but nonetheless, how much time are these people going to serve in jail? Um, did they disrupt congressional proceedings? Are they going to be charged with that, like the January 6th rioters? Because that's what these folks are being compared to is the January 6th bunch. And those people that did ride on January 6th deserve, uh, you know, what they, what they get. Um, let's look at the New York Post, see what they have to say. Chaos erupts as pro-Palestinian protesters demand ceasefire, at least... Uh, three allegedly assault cops. So hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters converge on the U.S. Capitol complex Wednesday. Again, it's a familiar tone. Talking about a ceasefire. Capitol Police tightened security in advance of the protest and said specifically demonstrators were arrested 
uh, including at least three on charges of assaulting officers. Emotions were intense as a largely progressive crowd uh, felt betrayed by President Biden and other leading Democrats for backing Israel's bid to eliminate the terrorist threat in Gaza. Here's Rashida Tlaib. Uh, I think the White House and everyone thinks we're just going to sit back and let this continue to happen. No! Exclamation point. Rashida Tlaib, Democrat Michigan, declared to a sea of activists outside the Cannon office building. Now, Donald Trump is in hot water over January 6th. However, he was not anywhere near the Capitol uh, or the office buildings or anything like that. Here we have a sitting member of Congress agging these people on to attack the Capitol to go inside and protest. Um, it says, a swarm of protesters also made their way in, made their way to a sit-in protest at the office building's rotunda where politicians and reporters often film their stand-up interviews. Um, and, you know, here's pictures of these folks, let Gaza live. I don't understand this. You know, it's a very sensitive subject. Nobody, I don't want to see anyone die. Nobody wants to see people die, unless you're a sicko terrorist. But the people of Gaza elected Hamas to political office in their country. They know that Hamas uses them as human shields, fires rockets from civilian neighborhoods, hospitals. But let, let's back up. Back to the Palestine Liberation Organization, which was um, a terrorist organization in itself, but Hamas was really the, the strong arm of that group. Many years later, Hamas in 2006 becomes the elected leaders of the Gaza Strip where the Palestinian refugees are. Let's back up further and um, we're sitting here going, well, why don't, why doesn't the nation of Jordan take in these Palestinian people and integrate them into their society. Um, Glenn Beck, myself first of all, I broke this down in a video a few days ago and podcast, but Glenn Beck uh, did a show tonight. Uh, I didn't realize uh, what Ben Shapiro uh, video I watched this morning. It was actually two years old. I thought it was about this current situation. No, it was a 2021 video, and it's damn near identical to what's happening today. But they both pointed out, as I did, that the Palestinian people, whenever they're taken in by another Arab country, 
they stir shit, they cause trouble, they try to take over the land. So it's better to say piss on Israel, and this also gives us an excuse to hate Israel and leave the Palestinian problem to Israel. The, the thing is, okay, let me explain to you again. And the Glenn Beck video and the uh, Ben Shapiro are on my social medias at the real underscore Big John. But when the Palestinians go to these other countries like Jordan, they tried to take over the nation of Jordan, tried to assassinate their president. And it was like 1967, 1970. Uh, when Lebanon tried to take them in, the Palestinians fought in the Lebanon Civil War, tried to take over Lebanon. Now, Hezbollah is still welcome in uh, southern Lebanon and is funded by Iran and they use southern Lebanon as a launching point to Israel. But why can't Israel defend itself? Um, why, why are they saying cease fire, cease fire? Yes, there was condemnation uh, of what Hamas did but actions to the level that Hamas went to this last weekend, straight out attacking civilians, beheading, burning, um, burning people alive, beheading children, all of these things. And you're going to tell Israel they need to cease fire? Really, this cease, the quote word cease fire or stop firing, stop the war. This outcry began before Israel fired a shot. Because everyone knew they were, they weren't going to, they, Everyone knows Hamas fucked around and they were going to find out. And Israel wasn't going to F around this time. It's hard. I want to love everyone. I want everyone to get along. I want world peace. And this is very difficult. But I think Israel's response is appropriate. Keep in mind, Israel told the Palestinian people, leave, here we come. The Israeli people got no war never get a warning when Hamas is going to attack. The Palestinians got told, these are the places you can go. Israel said, go here, we won't blow this up. Because we know civilians are going to be there. This is the route to take to get to there. Israel never gets that warning. The Palestinians, the Hamas, the Hezbollah. They don't say, hey, civilians. 
Uh, get out of the way. We're going to blow some things up because we're assholes. Biden went uh, to Israel. Was totally ineffective. Uh, totally incoherent in the uh, little mini press conference I saw. He was wearing like a a, a sweatsuit, sweatpants type fleece, like workout uh, shirt thing, like you might go hiking in. Um, in in his good press good press conference by Joe Biden standards. Um, he talked about the two-state solution, have an Israeli state and a Palestinian state, uh, and they just, you know, work autonomously. It's, it's not going to work. All these solutions, you know, Israel over time has given up land, rights, rights to land, land and rights uh, to these Palestinians. And you don't want to generalize a, you know, a whole group of people, but um, the Palestinians have allowed Hamas and Hezbollah to act on their behalf and constantly torture Israel mentally, physically, figuratively, literally torture Israel. And keep in mind, Israel is a place on a map. It's a nation. It's a people. And it's a religion. So when I say Israel, I, I'm covering many, many uh, levels Talking about human beings, talking about obviously Jews, talking about a place on a map. In the Bible, God refers to the Jewish people as my nation Israel. Okay. So you can understand some of the, the, the verbiage that I'm throwing at you. So this this is this is difficult. Um it, is Rashid, will Rashida Talib be charged uh, in any way, shape, or form with uh, disrupting Congress, insurrection? Um, I doubt it, but and she shouldn't be because she didn't insurrect anything. I disagree with her stance against Israel, but she's no more of a insurrectionist than Donald Trump was so but I, I thought I'd pass that on and and drop a word or two about uh, the Hamas um, I can't get into the two-state solution here uh, President Biden is going to give a press or an address to the nation pardon me uh, tomorrow night that would be Friday night so if you have nothing better to do on a Friday night, and I have a feeling I won't, um, I might do a, a reaction video to that. I, I will in some way, 
I may stream him talking and then me cursing and yelling as he's talking. Um, but you can Google Israel and Palestine two-state solution and, and get more information about that. There's not time right now to go through all of that. That's a whole video unto itself. We still don't have a Speaker of the House. Uh, I uh, watched slash napped through the, the speakership vote. Um, a few Republicans changed their stance, um, but we end up with 22 more, with 22 people voting um, against speaker or potential speaker Jim Jordan. Uh, I don't know if these folks are going to just sit there and play tiddlywinks for four days uh, like the other side did. Or if they're going to uh, go for 15 rounds of voting. It, it's up in the air. <laughs> but let's run through the list of rhinos that need primary. Uh, I have to restrike my cigar again. Pause while I relight. Okay, back from that little break. So, let's look at this. Uh, this is from CBSNews.com. Uh, Rep. Jordan of Ohio failed to garner the necessary support to become Speaker. Uh, lost the votes of 22 GOP colleagues on the second ballot, enough to require a third uh, ballot to win the speakership. Uh, the conservative firebrand needed 217 to win out of the 200 or 433 voting members. Now, if some people uh, just click present, that lowers the threshold of votes he needs to become speaker. Uh, if there are fewer people in the House of Representatives uh, at the time uh, present voting, that lowers the thresholds. That's why yesterday he needed 218. Now he only needs 217. Tomorrow it might be back up to the standard 218. Uh, first round of voting, he lost 20 Republicans. Was Jordan able to flip, or pardon me, Jordan was able to flip one of his uh, holdouts in the hours after the House recess Tuesday. Doug LaMafia cast his first vote for uh, Speaker McCarthy, uh, but said he would support Jordan on subsequent ballots. Let's see, did he? I thought I saw LaMafia's name. No, oh no, LaMafia's down here at the bottom. Um, so Victoria Sparts of Indiana also switched her vote to Jordan. So let's see who we need to primary because they're being pains in the ass. Don Bacon of Nebraska voted for McCarthy. Vern Buchanan of Florida voted for Byron Donalds. I, I, personally, I like Byron Donalds. Uh, he's very conservative. Um, on the first hearing of the Biden corruption uh, case, uh, Byron Donalds brought receipts, but this this Buchanan, 
He's just supporting Byron Donalds out of spite. Uh, Ken Buck of Colorado. What Lauren Boebert can't whip Ken Buck into shape. Come on, Lauren. Uh, Lori Chavez Raymer of Oregon voted for McCarthy. Anthony D'Esposito of New York voted for Rep. Lee Zeldin. Uh, Mario Diaz-Ballard of Florida voted for Scalise. Scalise is a good guy. Yeah, he almost got killed in that uh, liberal, um, what, what do they call it, terrorist attack. Uh, domestic terrorist attack, that's what I was looking for. When uh, some liberal nut shot up the Republican softball team. Uh, Scalise almost died in that shooting, and, and he's lucky to be walking out alive. But anyways, Jake Elsey of Florida voted for uh, Mike Garcia. Rep. Drew Ferguson voted for Scalise. Andrew Garbariano Gar uh, voted for Zeldin. Carlos Ramirez, or Carlos Jimenez. Tony Gonzalez. Kay, Garn Kay Granger. Sorry. John James. Mike Kelly, Jennifer Kiggins, Nick Laloda, Michael Lawler, still no relation to Jerry the King. Uh, this is a new one, I think. Marionette Miller Meeks, John Rutherford, he was on the list yesterday. Michael Simpson, Pete Stauber, and Steve Womack. So, Whatever they're doing for spitefulness, they need primaries. They just need gone. All right. In many, many years, these United States of America have not had a balanced budget. Spending has gone through the roof. We're 33 trillion into debt. The the house was ruled by the decrepit iron fist of Nancy Pelosi with no chance of getting rid of her. Uh, this single motion, single person motion to remove the speaker, that had been a rule for a long time until Nancy Pelosi became speaker. That's not a new rule, but that's one of the rules that Matt Gates and his gang of 20 held out for. Uh, they wanted that and other things in the rules. So, um, Jordan lost some votes to Buchanan, Ferguson, Miller, Meeks, and Stauber, who supported him in the first round, declined to do so in the second round. Uh, Gus... Billarakis, who is not on House Floor Tuesday, uh, voted for Jordan on Wednesday. I saw another article, and it basically said that these 20 are doing this to thumb their noses at the 20 who held out against Speaker McCarthy, um, which equates spitefulness. The 20 that held out against Speaker McCarthy wanted him to put certain rules in place. Things like when spending bills come to the House of Representatives, 
when they come out of committee, it's not one big omnibus, omnibus means big, omnibus, excuse me, talking like Biden. It's not one big spending bill. Single issue spending bills. Not a bunch of things thrown all together. Okay, which is where we get what's known as pork barrel spending or omnibus spending. It was called pork barrel for half of my nerd life and then it became then it turned into omnibus spending but basically what it is is okay you got these bills sorry i've got something in my eye uh you've got these bills let's say to fund the war in ukraine or the war in israel or uh help hawaii with the fire damage people will start tacking other spending bills onto those other amendments to get a new hospital or a new post office uh, or something in their district, a new highway. And that's what Gates and Jordan and these other guys and women want to get rid of in Congress and in spending. They're coming up with excuse after excuse against Jim Jordan. Uh, supposedly, he's never sponsored legislation, never had a bill passed in 13 years. But, you know, if that's true, that's not good. But look, he's a tough guy. He's a leader. He's shown leadership. Uh, throughout his 13 years. And there's no need for this spitefulness. This is what I get so sick of Republicans. Democrats will fall in lockstep to get from point A to point B, which is Democrat socialism, 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 communism. Okay? Um... Back in the 60s, the Bill Ayers, the Weather Underground, the Hippies, Dippies, Yippies, um, they said, let's start infiltrating the education system and go after the youth of America. There was a string or something hanging off my hat in my eye. Um, but they said, let's go into the education field. And will affect the future generations that way. We'll teach them America is a terrible place. Socialism, communism are wonderful things. That was in the 1960s. And, you know, probably into the 70s. Uh, that was the, the plan. That's when it started, okay? And I wouldn't say it started in the year 1960. That's why I say the 60s and 70s. Okay. We're in the year 2023 now. For at least the last 20 years, colleges have become liberal, socialist, indoctrination stations. It, it was bad when I was at, in college my first go-round. A friend of mine said, you don't want to go back to college and sit in a classroom. 
do as much online as you can. Um, and that's what I'm doing, finishing my degree online. Because since I started in 1998, it's gone from liberal education to liberal indoctrination. Okay. But it started in the 60s and 70s. That's how slow and calculating the socialist, the socialist Democrats, the Bernie Sanderses were. And that's something that the Republican Party has consistently lacked since I got involved in 1998. There's never a consistent, hey, this is the path forward. Let's follow this path for the next 10, 20, till we get to our goal, which is liberty, freedom, pursuit of happiness, uninhibited capitalism. So there you go. There's your podcast. There's your rant session, bitch session, edumatation system for the day. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Pray for peace. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. God bless you.